sound stacks. Welcome back to People of America. Passion. It's one of the most powerful forces in human history. But what happens when two people with the same passion come into conflict? Look, I care about my tigers. I love these tigers. I care about these tigers more than my family, more than myself, more than my ocelot, certainly. But not everyone sees it that way. Here's Robin Jenkin of the Tiger Haven Big Cat Sanctuary. Johnny Bazaar does not love his tigers. If he loves them so much, explain why he's circumcising every single one. He has taken the foreskin of all of his tigers. I spoke to Johnny Bazaar to see what he makes of these accusations. Of course I circumcised my tigers. I see. Well, I know you take issue with Robin Jenkin. Oh, I despise that harpy Robin Jenkin. As though she isn't circumcising her tigers. So, Johnny Bazaar told me that you're also circumcising your tigers. Of course I do. My tigers are Jewish, Muslim, or simply prefer the cut look aesthetically. That harpy Robin Jenkin is making her tigers be Jewish or Muslim? That ain't right. Do you have a problem with Jews or Muslims? Course not! I love Jews, and Muslims, and Christians, and Buddhists, and Taoists, and Hindus, and Shintos, and Jains, and Sikhs, I and... see, so... Hey, please let me finish! And Zoroastrians, yes? So what's the problem? You have to let the tigers choose their own religion when they're old enough! I believe forcing your religious preference onto your tigers is animal abuse. Of course Johnny Bazaar would say that. <laughs> He doesn't care if his tigers go to hell. All I know for sure is a tiger can only get into heaven if they follow the Torah or the Quran or have a penis I personally find aesthetically pleasing. So, Mr. Bazaar, why is it that you are circumcising your tigers if not for religious reasons? I need the foreskins for my fashion line. Uh, so that scarf you're wearing? Tiger foreskins. And the jacket? 100% tiger foreskin. And that furry sock precariously covering your penis. That's Tiger Foreskin Meerkat Foreskin Bland. I am not going to rest until I have given Johnny Bazaar's tigers treatments to regrow their foreskins and then recircumcise them for a proper purpose. I will circumcise Robin Jenkins' head from her goddamn body if she tries to touch my tiger's penises. Johnny Bazaar would later be arrested for attempting to decapitate Robin Jenkins with a giant scalpel. Jenkin was awarded possession of his tigers and has attached gradually heavier weights to their penises in order to regrow their foreskins. Truly, though, passion is the greatest weight of all. Sound Stacks? The story you thought you knew. They think that by getting me kicked off the force, they can break me. They think that by threatening my sister Phoebe, they can force my hand. But the truth is, they only made me stronger. And they're about to find that out. Find out what happens when one man is pushed too far. So what are you gonna do, Holden? I'm gonna go catch him. Phonies! The catcher in the rye. Garfield! That you? You know you're not allowed around here anymore. 
Let me ask you a question, Ackley. Where do the ducks go when the lake freezes over? Oh shit, get him! See, the story your junior high English class was too scared to show you. Hang on, Caulfield. I only did what I had to. I got a bang out of that. The catcher in the rye. You shouldn't have trusted me, Holden. I fooled smarter men than you a thousand times over. All right, you pain in the ass. What do you plan to do now? Shatter little Shirley beans on the ice of the Rockefeller center rink? <laughs> and if I tell you that the formula to the antidote can only be found in the grooves of this record? <sighs> you know, Sally, I was half in love with you. Really. Wait. What are you doing with that ice cake? Only fitting that you be halved in return. Written and directed by J.D. Salinger, the way the story was meant to be told. You know, Caulfield, you and Jane deserve each other. Two dolts, both unable to see the big picture. Don't you understand? It's so much higher than this. Save your breath for your last words, Strad later. Speaking of those, do you have any? And what are they if you do have them? Just that you make sure my old mom puts carnations on my grave. Who wants flowers when you're dead? Nobody. The Catcher in the Rye, rated hard R. See you later, Strad. Soundstacks? Welcome back to Tech Talk. Today we're speaking with Marvin Dodds, an app developer. Actually, I prefer to be called a dad-veloper. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Nice to meet you, sorry about that. I'm Marvin. <laughs> okay, so you, uh... So you know how kids these days are always on their phones? I think at this point that applies to most people. And they're always texting, right? So I dad-veloped an app that allows you to use your phone to speak to someone else using vocal technology. <laughs> Marvin, it seems like you're referring to a phone call, in which case I have to Instead inform you... Instead of a text, that... it delivers your message in the voice of a surly teen. And instead of what you typed, it just says, I respect you, Marvin. I understand you, Marvin. Repeatedly. Not where I assumed you were going with that. When you assume it makes an ass out of you and you alone, want to hear about the next app? That's why you're here. This app is called Screamer, spelled without the second E. And how this one works is when you try to use Instagram while on the toilet, Screamer will yell and yell and yell and yell at you until you stop. And is this because you're concerned with people taking pictures in the bathroom or about people looking at pictures in the bathroom? iPods, more like Tide Pods. Okay, I think we're out of time. Thank you for joining us. I'm sure your kids are proud of you. Oh, I don't have any kids. Soundstacks? You enjoyed Taming of the Shrew when you saw it as 10 Things I Hate About You and The Scarlet Letter as Easy A. Now, get ready for the next classic tale to be teenified. Dude, I just hooked up with the hottest MILF, and the best part is, she has my eyes and general facial structure. One man must solve a mystery while getting it on with a totally 
hot chick. Jocelyn, you do sex as well as my mom baked cookies. Or as well as I assumed she would have baked cookies if I had ever met her. You never met your mother? Well, I hope I can be exactly like a mother for you. Except, you know, with sex. Yeah! You can be both a mom and a sexual partner to me. And I swear, I'll use every ounce of my knowledge of illegal fireworks to find out who was behind the illegal fireworks accident that killed your husband. Oh, Eddie, let's have sex and make genetically adequate children. Featuring American Pie era Eugene Levy as Mr. T, the colorblind teacher. Now, uh, well, uh, uh, Eddie, I heard about this, uh, MILF situation, uh, and I, I understand that sometimes a man really, really, really wants to have sex with a motherly woman while finding her husband's killer. But, uh, well, what, what, wasn't he killed by illegal fireworks? And aren't you constantly shooting off illegal fireworks? You just don't understand our love! But will he be able to handle the answers? No, no, it can't be true. That's totally bogus. It is, dude. She was totally your mom. And now she totally killed herself. That seems excessive. I give up my reign as the homecoming king. And I can't stand to see the world anymore. I'll gouge out my contact lenses. This summer, it's Eddie. Spelled with an O before the E. Like the play. <laughs> you get it. I'm one bad mother. Shut your mouth. Soundstacks? I think you'll find that visiting me today was the right choice. I can't promise that the spirit that speaks to me will be someone you know, but... I can definitely promise- Honestly, any ghost is a good ghost. Mike, take it serious. I don't know how I can. I'm getting something. Who is here? Who is here with us? Give me you of flesh and blood. I am of sorrow. I am of torment. And I am of the knowledge that Michael Whitehall bought an annual pass to SeaWorld Orlando a month and a half after seeing the film Blackfish. Ooh. Oh no! Did you see that? That book fell over. There really must be a spirit here. Sorry, what did that ghost just say? Blackfish? From 2013? Wow, yeah, wild. Don't know what she meant by that. Uh, just some weird ghost bullshit, I guess. She knew your whole name. We don't even live in Florida. What are you doing? Look, it was a moment of weakness. The pageantry... <sighs> What's up, ghost? Why are you blowing up my spot? I see in all directions. I bear witness to Eliza Emerson riding the bus back from a ninth grade field trip to the farm. And she's wearing a pair of shorts. She has fear peed in. Ooh. Damn it. 
Look out, you two. She doesn't seem to be done with us yet. Be gone, Spectre. That's not fair. I was young. Not that young. All right, 14, but still. She was 15, and it was now Packer that scared her. Everyone knew. Jesus, I've really been trying hard to repress that one. Fools, you dare sit there and call on me in defiance of my final hopes. I only wish to rest. Must I be subjected to these poor creatures who awaken sexually while reading a J.C. Penny summer collection catalog? Or during that part in Space Jam, you know, where the little aliens turn into the big aliens? Respectively, of course. You each have drunkenly vomited into the faces of people you respect. Okay, kind of I've had enough of this. Space Jam like that. Wait! I'm sorry about her! They didn't pay. You've blown it again. Whose fault is that? I was hoping for a more Whoopi Goldberg Patrick Swayze vibe, not whatever this is. We're having an affair. Infidelity is the scariest specter of all. Sound stacks. Thanks for listening to another flavor of Sound Snacks. Sound Snacks was written by and features the voices of Casey Turgeson and Andrew Taven. And our theme song and some additional music was created by Mike Bledger. This episode also featured the voices of Jenny Jaffe, Alex Patak, Katie Barsodi, Brandon Scott Wolf, Shawnee Matoka Becht, Allison Frasca, Gabriel Lax. Jean Zafagari. Try every extreme comedy flavor.